Welcome to Time for 13 in 13. We are going to be talking about the third episode of uh, The New Doctor, Rosa. Uh, joining me as always is Rob. Yes, hello. As you know, uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try and cover as uh, much as we can about the episode in 13 minutes. We certainly won't get to everything. We're going to get to as much as we possibly can. Rosa, a.k.a.? Well, we can go with TARDIS Knows Best. Okay. Um, or, and I derived this from a uh, Rosa Parks quote, a model for others. Oh, oh, that's, oh, that's really good. That one's really good because then there's this one, which is my personal favorite. One of the greatest episodes of television ever. <laughs> I, I, would agree. My, I would absolutely agree with you. The episode name I would come up with, if it was up to me, would be Threading the Needle because... Oh. Wow. Okay. Wow. So I, because I, I'm not, I'm not looking at anything more than what the Doctor Who people want us to see. So I watched the trailer at the end of the the current episode, and right. that's it. I don't look at anything else. I don't even want to know anything more than that. So all I knew was they were going to take on this story, and I went, "Man, I hope they know what they're doing." Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> I think everybody, everybody's like, "Where are you going to go with this?" Yeah, that is quite the uh, the clenching moment of like. I really hope that this is well thought out because it could go badly in so many ways. But somehow, not only did they find a way to, as I said, thread the needle, but they did it with aplomb. Well, and going back before we get into the plot, I'll Mm -hmm. do my my one one sentence plot summary. Um, You know, this brings the show back to its roots. The show, when it originally came out in the 60s, -hmm. this was idea was, yeah, it's a science fiction show of time travel, but we can use it as an opportunity to teach. We can use it as an opportunity to educate put the doctor in historical situations. And as long as we don't take a lot of artistic license in the actual portrayal of the, of the events, um, which, you know, wibbly wobbly, uh, you know, this gives an opportunity for people to experience things that they wouldn't necessarily get outside of a textbook. So our, uh, our, our plot, here it goes. The TARDIS detours our heroes to 1955 Montgomery, Alabama, where a crazy alien fugitive has decided to derail human progress with deviations to the timeline in the hopes of curtailing the human impact on the universe, but is thwarted by the doctor and her friends who know that seemingly small acts of courage can result in giant leaps for civilization, freedom, and hope. Oh, very nice. There we go. And you got through one breath, too. That was impressive. I might have cheated there a couple times. That was was pretty close. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was great because I, I was watching it with my, my 10 year old. And so she knows this in theory, you know, but like, oh, in never, theory, right. Right. Yeah. But has never seen any of the movies or anything that's been set in this time. Right. So this was her first experience with like real, like Southern fried racism. Right. Like, and, and so we had to kind of go, yeah, that's, this is accurate. Like, this is what it was like. And, and, and to have the realization that real and unfiltered view of this isn't, this isn't 200 years ago. No. This isn't a hundred years ago. Uh-uh. This is barely like 75 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Like, look, I realize like you just watch it and you, and from the first moment, I love the fact that they do that little te- that little, what is it? 12 year mm-hmm. pre preface to it. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, wow, you get it and it's real and they didn't hold anything back. And I think that that is clearly what they had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I think with the characters, you know, we have some great, there's some just amazing moments. The, I mean, just everything. I continue to be blown away by this cast, especially the companions. Yeah. Um, the this dumpster. was a real, real shining moment for all of them. Oh, they all the, got great moments in this. The dumpster conversation. Yeah. Wow. That's one of the best things that we've seen Yaz do. And, and, and it's like, and, 
it, it was great to see, like, okay, like, oh, yeah, she is just as, like, because I, I, I've been sort of complaining over the last couple episodes that they haven't given her as much to do, and now they, like, gave her a moment to shine, and no, it's like, she's, oh, she's she is the slow burn. She is going to be a slow burn in the show, and I love mm-hmm. it. Love that they're doing that. Um, and I think the one thing that I think was really amazing is, like, you know, you think, like, oh, the show is all about evil aliens and things like mm-hmm. that, and it's scary. There was, I don't think I've ever seen a Doctor Who episode that was this scary. <laughs> Right, the the unbridled racism. Yeah, that's the scariest villain I've ever seen on this show. You're getting people from across the pond, like these are Brits yes. coming in to talk about this. It's like, okay, whoa, like we're not proud of this, but like, who are you to come over here? And it's like, and like, oh no, no, you know exactly what you're doing. Like, okay, they, I was, you know, it, it, <laughs> if it has been, you know, we've seen these kind of things before. Like even Quantum Leap did uh, some image episodes in about this same time period. Right, uh, but it's sort of like, all right, you know, nobody hits my brother but me. Okay, like you're, like you can take it. But to have them come across the pond and actually do this with such respect. Oh, absolutely. You know, such you know, and and but also not pull any punches. No. Yeah, it was it was it was astounding. Now, now when we were watching it first, you know, my wife first thing is she goes, "Wait a minute, are are they going to put these characters in this story?" And I'm like. Well, probably, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, that is the show. It very easily could have gone like the doctor being like, someone needs to to stand up for things. You know, like they could have had right. that, that they they like put the idea in her head or, you know, they, all these all these things to like to, to move it along to sort of like, oh, it was the doctor who inspired her. To, I mean, like there's no, oh, no, so you, many ways it could have gone terribly, terribly wrong. No, no, no. And you couldn't do that. And, that, and you're right. That's part of the threading of the needle. You could not do that. This was it was I think one of the big parts which I'll get to at the end of, of the greatest theme my favorite part of this episode but mm-hmm. um it's it's it was done where you you know you're you they were respectful to their time and mm-hmm. it pained them it hurt them but I think that again you've never seen them handle it like this it was just incredibly gripping and incredibly powerful and I'm mm-hmm. man I mean you just the the, the characters the, the 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 three companions are just fantastic and I loved even the doctor the you know there's some great there's some great comments and great white great wisecracks but a lot of it is ref- she understands that the, the doctor totally understands I, this is a time for restraint yeah. like you see that um and yeah. yet they and, st- and and having her so dedicated to keeping things as they were like Absolutely. she's not trying to disrupt anything she's trying to minimize the disruption which is not something we see from the doctor very often exactly Exactly right. Um, I love the doctor. A little bit of the the, the Doctor Whoiness part of this. Um, I, okay, I, I was a little concerned about the Sonic being really heavily used. Like, if you were in 1955 mm-hmm. Montgomery, Alabama, and you whipped out some flashy lighty thing <laughs> and you pointed it like a sword at people, I think uh-huh. people would be like, "What, what are you doing?" Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, but you know, I love the scene with okay, Crasco. Crasco is the big villain, right? Right. Um, when she kind of she adorably like hits him with the Sonic and then runs away like she played tag mm-hmm. with him, yeah, really fun fun Doctor moment. That was great. Yeah, I um, like that. And I also like the fact that Crasco was a dude. Like they didn't oh, have yes. her like you know he's using a shimmer or something. Like all of a sudden it's like oh, he's a green rubble without a cause. Well, just a guy. Yeah, cause. yeah. He's just a guy. <laughs> um. Okay, and I love the. Do- I mean, this is another Doctor moment. I just love. They're in the hotel, you know, they're in the motel room. The police have come mm-hmm. in, which is an incredibly tense, incredibly well-crafted scene. I believe that was actually a British actor, too. Oh, yeah. 
The I think, um, I mean, there's a lot of Americans in this, but like, I, like I've seen him in other stuff before. So I think he was actually doing a Southern accent, which is pretty impressive. Great accents and every, I mean, just done well. But okay, but my my favorite moments is when the, the when the cop is leaving, Graham puts his arm around the doctor. <laughs> Her face <laughs> is so <awesome>. uncomfortable. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, like, I'm the wife? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that was that was pretty brilliant. It was subtle, but if yeah. you, you know if you. In the whole gist of the show, it was really, really cool. So this is South Africa. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently. That's what it sounds like. Hmm. Um, I do miss the cold open, but that's okay. Uh, No theme at the end. Probably first time for that, maybe since Earthshock, where Adric died, and I just revealed myself as a huge Doctor Who. (laughs) But I don't know when the last time that was. That was interesting. Um, The shot selection, the cinematography, amazing. So what's our big, big, hey, what's happening? Crasco, an ex-prisoner of... The Storm Cage. What? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, hey, there's a nice callback. Uh, I mean, Vortex Manipulator, another callback. Perception filter. Clearly, there's a River Song connection somewhere going on. Which yeah, leads us prisoner in the same place, yeah. Which leads us to the real big question. So who is GFB? Yeah. That That's a good question. Is re- that, that you know that's coming back. Yeah. There's no way that gets left to the wayside. There is a reason that was there. Yes. So there's going to be something to that. Yeah. So question on Crasco. When Mm -hmm. Crasco, is Crasco just a flat out racist or is he, and I did this in the plot summary, I got the impression he's saying your kind, meaning humans, you Mm. guys are up to no good because you're getting it right. Hmm. I took it as that we, we've been following you. You're getting it right. Yeah, it's taking you a long time to do it. But at the end of the day, yeah, you guys, mm-mm, no, you're bad for business. Huh. Yeah, I'm interesting. I wonder if we're ever going to find out. And, and also, I was wondering if there would be a tag where we find out where he was sent. Like, you know, like oh, there's a right. second where he's like in, there's being attacked by a dinosaur or they, I mean, like, I don't know how f- far back. He said as far as he could go when he right. set the timer. So I don't know. Or if it was just like he's in space. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Um, okay, some some phrases of the episode. Okay, hit it. 14th, you can't control this thing, can you? I like that one. Yeah. Um, and this one, now this one is a two-parter. Can we open it? Is the right question. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, next, secondhand, huge mileage, one careless owner. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> another two-parter, pack it in, you ain't Banksy, or am I? Uh, yeah, that was a nice runner too. That they a couple times she pulled that back. And here's my best one. No, no, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was. I mean, every command got a chance to shine, but boy, Graham just having to have that moment where cue just up to break his heart. The and... BAFTA nomination now. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I mean, seriously, that put that scene crushed me. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I was the thing with all these things I, I sort of have to I mean, dip in and out because kids are coming in and all this kind of stuff. But I like I was so riveted through this entire episode, just like completely absorbed in what was going on. It was it was astounding. So here's my thing. Um so the highs, everything from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, the TARDIS center column moves. Awesome. Lows, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't see that too. It took me a second to yeah. figure out what was going on. It was like, Oh, it actually goes up and down. It goes up and down. Um, the lows, I got nothing. Here's, here's my favorite thing. And this is the crazy part. 
Um, I will actually make this arguably, this is the most religiously themed episode of Doctor Who ever. Oh, wow. Here's here's why. The idea that there's an evil force working to encourage small actions of ignorance, hatred, and anger in the hopes of befalling an entire civilization. And that it takes courage and cooperation to overcome them. No act of hatred is too small to have dire consequences unless there are others who choose to respond with kindness and love. Boom. Boom. That's pretty good. Oh, we're running out of time. Um, so I, I will say one we – were, we were talking about there's – because obviously – as as two you know white dudes, there's a lot going on in here that we can't really speak to. Oh, so I'm not going to try and a- address the the how how anyone else would feel about this. We're only going to talk about how it affected us. But I can tell you one thing that that emotionally affected me at the end is that I'm going to try and get through this without. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, so at the end of the episode, like they talk, they 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 show the thing and and they they go and she talks about the impact and they show the asteroid and everything too. And so at that moment, I had like I was like, oh wait, I have something that my daughter needs to see. And so I went to a thing and I have Pete Souza's book of, uh, uh, photographs of Obama that he put out. And I flipped the page and I showed my daughter Obama sitting on the bus. That the uh, bus is at the Henry Ford museum. And there's a, there's a shot of him sitting on the bus where she sat. And I was like, this is it right here. This is history. Like from what you've seen to what this represents, like this, this is important. And to think that that can happen in less than 60 years. Exactly. There is hope for all of us. Yeah. It's so, absolutely amazing. Incredible. So thank you, Doctor Who. Thank you to everyone oh. involved in this episode. You you pulled off the impossible. It was something I, uh, I never expected that, especially this early on in their run of stuff, to have something this incredible. There's <laughs> only one place to go from here. Further up? <laughs> I hope. Yeah. That's right. I know. I feel like we need a higher category, but uh, we have to put this where where we have at our highest one, which is, of course. You could do 10 brilliance, and that would be good. (laughs) So, all right. Well, our time is up. We could talk about this all night, but we we have our our time we have to get through. So, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Uh, And we will see you next time.